kita kasih baca Baca kasih ada ya Oh, wrong show Oh, okay Hi, Rabbi Herbs How's everything? Uh, everything is good But for some strange reason I don't think I could hear myself here uh, Is it Well, um Oh, oh I think once Oh, now now Oh, that's perfect Okay, I think now we can hear ourselves uh, Seems to one, oh, one side is not working One side Oh, yeah Very weak Oh, one side is working strong One side Okay I think we'll have everything fixed up here A little donations here and there Wouldn't hurt us Okay, it'll only help us Okay, so welcome once again To Jroot Radio.com And uh, we are brought to you live Via um, Not a filter fish bottle Now, What are you holding up over there? I don't know All these funny words that you picked up well, what does this have to do with? What does Gefiltefish have to do? The Yontif is over. And what's this thing about Harain? I don't know. These are all the cute cards that you had when you were telling stories over Yontif. Yeah, that was then. Oh, speaking about over Yontif, that's why I have the story that I'm going to tell today. What's the story you're going to get to tell, tell today? Well, in order for me to do that, i got to say everything else. So, first of all, welcome to jradio.com. You can listen to us live via your kosher computer, or you can listen to us live on the telephone. You can listen to us either by listening to 712-432-4217 or you can listen to us live and archives by dialing 718-506-9099. And for anyone who wishes to do, to uh, donate donations to uh, Jared Radio, which is uh, pretty badly needed, so uh, you can donate by donating to Jared Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, and that's Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, uh, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Okay, and uh, let's see if you want to text in uh, a message, if you want to text in a uh, a uh, possible story idea that you would like me to use one time. So then, of course, that number is 347-927-8398. And also, uh, let's see what else is there to say over here. I don't know. You ready for the story? Not yet, but we're getting closer, that's for sure. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, um, let's see. We covered that. We covered that. Ah, what about the... Uh, uh, Oh, you know, you know what you have to say. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But that's your turn. Oh, right. Okay, so if anybody's interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for karate demonstrations or kayak from the... What's that thing called? Okay, I'll say it this time, okay? If anyone's interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for storytelling engagements, and you might say, well, the months of Shabbos are very long now, so when can we do it? Well, camps are starting soon. Bungalow colonies are starting. Day camps are starting. Don't wait till the last minute. Bookings are already coming in for the summertime. So if you want to hire Revolutionaries for storytelling engagements or for karate demonstrations or for Kayach from the Moyach, which is a special show uh, done that, um, well, if you call up and you ask for more information, we'll explain it to you then. It's a very popular show among Hasidim. And uh, yes, I do speak Yiddish. Maybe that's why it's popular too. Okay. So anyways, so uh, if you're interested in that, so the number to dial is 718-375-1294. That number again is 375-1294. Dialing 718 in the front. 
always helps. And of course, now can you do the rest? Oh yeah. So if you're interested in any art lessons or martial art lessons, you know, like karate lessons or something like that, or you want to learn energy exercises or self defense, you know, things like that. Uh, you know, that, or you want to learn art lessons and things like that. You just said that and things like that, and you just said that too. Uh, well, anyway, then you can call seven one eight three seven five twelve ninety four if you want to order any of Rabbi Yitzhak's story CDs, which I think there's over forty that he has control over. Uh, so um, uh, you could call. Uh, 718-375-1294 and he'll be more than happy to either fax you or email you the current list, okay? And that takes care of that. I think we covered everything, right? I think so. Okay, so tonight's story is going to be for a schus, for a foolish lema to Chaim Yesesi Ben Sora Mim. Okay, and, and uh, he needs a stacker of Fush Lema. So it'll be a Fush Lema for Chaim Yesesi Ben Sora Miriam. Okay, now that we have that uh, taken care of, let's go straight to the story. But you were going to tell us how you got to the story. Oh, yes, you're right. So, you know, I was away for Pesach, and I was telling stories all over the place. And some people made a request for some stories. And some people said they heard that story and they didn't want that. But some of the people wanted to hear it so badly that they said, could I please, pretty please, with a cherry on top, tell it on jrootradio.com. So I said, more than happy to. So here it goes. Now, this story has many titles and it also has many versions of it. So if you know the story, well, <laughs> who knows? Maybe this is one of the other versions. Okay, so here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. All righty. So here we go. Take it away. All righty. Now, um, the name of the story is called The Tarnished Penny. It's also called The Tarnished Kopeck. It's also called The Rusty Penny. It's also called Ten Rusty Coins. It's also called Tell the Story. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so tonight's story, we're going to choose one of the titles, whichever one you like. All right, I like them all. Okay, tonight's story is the tarnished Kopeck penny with the rusty, ten rusty coins in there and, and, and a bottle of filter fish on the side with Karina Karosis. What does Karina Karosis do? I don't know, I'm still in Pesach mode. Oh, would you stop it? Okay, so let's let's rewind a bit and try again. Okay, uh, tonight's story is going to be called the tarnished penny, also commonly known as the ten rusty coins. This story takes place in the times of the great tzaddik, known as the Alte Rebbe, known as Rav Schneer Zalman of Liadi, who lived in the time period of 1745 to 1812. I'm estimating, based on the information that I researched before I came down here, I'm estimating that this story, believe it or not, I'm estimating that this particular story took place probably around uh, the very late 1700s, okay? Uh, because it didn't happen in his very last years, and it didn't happen in his earliest, earliest years, so probably in the late 1700s. Okay, so here we go, straight to the story. Okay, in this particular story, there were two orphan children. Everybody listen for a moment. Yes, everybody listen because you know what I'm going to tell you. We have a situation. 
that uh, everybody takes care of uh, the, uh, your soymen over here, you know, and your sim, you know, Christ, whatever. And the great Sadi, Rabshneer Zalminiadi, he said we should make a shidduch between the two children. And Baruch Hashem, he made talachayim, everything, Baruch Hashem is good. And as a mommy said, wonderful thing. And, and Baruch Hashem, uh, they're going to get married in about a week. And Rav Shneer Zalmeliadi himself is going to come down here. He's going to come here to the place where we are in this little town in Belarusia, uh, whatever they call it, White Russia, and we are going to uh, celebrate a big simcha, a simcha chuzen bekale. We're going to sing, and so on so forth, you know, but maybe there'll be a better fashion than me. <laughs> but of course, you know, I said before, it's a yesoyme, and I use him, you know what I mean? And so therefore that means that uh, cause <laughs> it means uh, it means that, that how should I say it means uh, it means it means that um, you're talking a little bit too much. Why don't you just tell us straight to the point? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you know, to make a simcha very happy, you have to have food. So everybody is invited to make food for the simcha, for the chasene, and prepare whatever is necessary for the wonderful chasene. We're going to have a beautiful, beautiful chasene, and it's going to be a big misery because there's nothing more than to take care of Hashem's children. You know, when people don't have parents anymore, so the children, uh, they're, they're like, uh, how you say it? They're like the children of a Hashem. And that's right. I, I was going to say that, but you got that first. Anyway, so the, the point of the matter is... You already said the point? All right, we're all going to do whatever we can. Uh, uh, let's make a list, whatever, and we'll see what you can do. You know, whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, the right. Meanwhile, while everybody was getting ready for this beautiful chasana to make all the arrangements, this town had a fairly new chief of police. And this chief of police, his name was Colonel Boris Kromkowski. Colonel Boris Kromkowski was not exactly a nice man. Also, he was a very strange man. Why? Because he had a big nose like Pinocchio? No, 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 no. It's just that he was, uh, uh, he had weird, um, you know, um, uh, he's weird. <laughs> oh, but must be his ear is where his nose is and his nose is where his ear is. No, 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 no. I mean, like, well, let me get on with the story and you'll see what I mean. Okay, okay, okay. Well, anyways, what happened was is he was in his office. I'm here in my office here. Ah, I'm just sitting here doing nothing as a chief of police because everybody's afraid to do something wrong in front of me because everybody thinks I'm weird. Why am I weird? I don't like somebody. I throw him in jail. I don't let him out of jail until he pays me lots of money. That's weird. <laughs> That's where I make a lot of money. <laughs> Ah, uh, there's another thing people think I'm weird. <laughs> I'm a colonel, I'm a chief of police, and then, uh, uh, what else I do? I gamble a lot. <laughs> I love to gamble. But the problem is I'm not a very good gambler. I love to gamble, and I keep losing money. 
<laughs> you know, maybe I should arrest the dealer over there and the other players over there. This way I put them in jail. They let me win for a change. But they only play with me. They only play cards with me only if I agree not to lock them up in jail. <laughs> so what should I do? All right. No, no, no. All right. You know what? I'm sitting here bored. This calls for a celebration. Whenever I'm bored, I celebrate. Let me go to my bottom drawer. Ha <laughs> ha! Says my bottle of vodka. Nyom brom pom. Hey, what's going on here? How many pieces is this cork? Oh, that's the final piece. I must be an old bottle. Okay, how did the juice say it? The chime, right? <laughs> okay, now I take drink. <laughs> New stuff. Very, very good. <laughs> oh, it's very good stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. It's good stuff. Wait, wait a second. What do I see in the distance? Mm, what is that coming? Hey, it looks like a pile of dust coming. Oh, looks like horsey coming, bringing pile of dust. It looks like uh -oh, other horses coming. Looks like soldiers are coming. <gasps> Wait a minute. Let me take out my little telescope here. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's the general. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. General George Gubaroff. Oh, boy. General George Gubaroff. What am I going to do? Put away the bottle. I'll just pretend I'm working. Uh, let's see. I should draw a picture of a of a monkey, maybe. No, no, that's not working. Uh, let me let me make. Oh, I will add up the numbers. Numbers. Yeah, that's that's good. La da 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 dum. Ah, somebody knocking on my door. Let me blow my nose. Kiki, yeah. Okay. That's what the juice say. <laughs> uh, okay, now I go open the door. Hello. Ah, General. Uh, how you do, sir? Uh, Colonel, Colonel there. Uh, Boris, uh, Boris, uh, Boris. Boris Kromkowski. You can't even say your own name. What's the matter with you? Have you been drinking again? Are you drinking? What do you mean? Am I drinking? At the moment, do you see me drinking? So, I'm not drinking. I was drinking, but now I'm not drinking. But then when you go away, I will drink again. What did you say? Oh, nothing. I mean, I'm not drinking. You see any bottle here? Hmm, you smell like you've been drinking. Hey, my clothes might be drinking. I'm not drinking. I can't stop my clothing. They have a mind of their own. You sound like you are drunk. I'm not drunk? Maybe I'm drank, but maybe I'm drink. Maybe I'm tedunk. I don't know. Listen to me. Do you know why I'm here? Hey, because you can't stand where I am, because I'm here. <laughs> so you have to stand there. That's why you're there. You better get a hold of yourself. All right. I'm holding myself. Oi, oi. I think I have too much weight and I can't put my arms around myself. Would you stop that and act like normal human being? Now listen to me. I'm going to tell you something and you better pay attention. You were made the chief of police of this town to keep law and order. Can you do that? 
Of course, everybody's afraid of me. Good. That's the way it should be. Now tell me. Tell me. I'm going to ask you once and once only. Have you been collecting fine money? Oh, all money is fine to me. I don't care what kind it is. As long as it's money, it's fine. That's not what I mean. I mean, you know, if somebody does something wrong, you charge him a fine, yes? Oh, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, somebody litter on the street, leave garbage on the street, you give him tickets, yes? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If somebody uh, walk the streets drunk, you arrest him and put him in jail until he pays a fine, right? Um, 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 uh, right, yeah, yeah, of course. Good. So according to the Tsar Alexander I, he has a calculation, and his calculation says that you are supposed to uh, <laughs> have about 10,000 rubles ready for the coffers, for the treasury of the one and only Alexander I, the Tsar. What do you say? Do you have it? That is why I'm here, and that's why I have so many soldiers here, to guard the money. <laughs> so what do you say? What I say? Um, um, uh, well, there wasn't that many drunken people. No, there was not, uh, not uh, drunk, and there, there was not uh, people throwing garbage. They're very afraid of me, you know. I scare them. One look at my nose, poof, they get very frightened, you know. Listen, I telling you, I don't think they're afraid of your nose. I think they're afraid of your bad breath. You smell like vodka. What? One second. Let me smell my vodka. No, no, no. This is scotch, not vodka. Can't you tell the difference? Uh, schnapps is schnapps. No, schnapps is schnapps. Vodka is vodka. Scotch is scotch. And pickle juice is pickle juice. What does pickle juice have to do with? When you're at my age and you are drunk like me, you'll drink pickle juice if you have nothing else. Ich, that is a... Uh, Sour, yeah, very much. Anyways, so uh, now that you are here and now that you're going, bye-bye. Wait a second. You're trying to confuse me? You're trying to make me forget what I'm here for? Where is the 10,000 rubles that you should have collected for the Tsar Alexander the First? Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for him to become a second. I mean, uh, what did you say? Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, well, uh, sir... Um, General, uh, um, um, uh, Georgie, don't call me George, you call me General. All right, uh, General George uh, Gubarov, <laughs> um, listen to me, um, uh, I'm telling you the truth, I, I, I uh, don't have the money. Hmm. Don't have the money. Listen, there are rumors going on in the Tsar's palace. Do you know what they are? Uh, I, how should I know? I'm here in this little, uh, little small town. How can I know what's going on? What are you talking about? How can I know what's going on here? I have no inkling of what's going on. <laughs> They're talking about you in the palace. Me? Ha, I'm a popular guy. <laughs> oh, no. People are saying you're a swindler. <laughs> I'm a, what? My last name is not Swindler. No, 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 no. I'm crap. Kromkowski, you can't even say your name, you're so drunk. Listen to me. The Tsar sent me here to collect the money, but he also told me that he suspects that all the rumors that he hears about you is true. Uh, yeah, I'm a handsome guy. I'm very good looking, I know. I know. No, not that kind of rumor. 
They're saying you're stealing the money for yourself. <laughs> I am not. Well, I tell you what. By the end of this week, if you do not produce the 10,000 rubles that the Tsar expects you to have, then you will be fired from your job. You will no longer be a colonel leader. Instead, you'll be in Siberia as a prisoner. Do you understand? Of course I understand. No, no, no question about it. Don't worry. I will have everything that I'm supposed to have. Yes, 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 yes. You'll see, you'll see. And the end of the week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, uh, bye. Bye. And, of course, they left. They slammed the door shut. Boom. Good sets. Uh, come on, Rabbi Irvish. You can do a better than that. <laughs> okay. There we go. Anyways, so what happened was there was a big zets with a door slamming. Uh, Rabbi Irvish, what's the matter? You got my finger stuck in the door. Oh, would you stop that? Anyways, so what happened was like this. He was pacing back and forth in his office. Oh, boy. I'm in big, big trouble now. Oh, what I gonna do? Oh, boy, 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 boy. I rattle my brains. It's gonna fall out. What I gonna do? Ew. I raise money. I collect tax money. Everybody afraid of me because I look around for the slightest thing wrong and I arrest them. Yes, that's what they're afraid of. <laughs> but I take the money, unfortunately, and I go to gamble. And I'm not good at gambling, so I lose all the money. Now I have to have 10,000 rubles. End of the week or I end up in Siberia. How am I going to live through this? Eh, I can't live in Siberia. No. Ah, wait a second. You know what? I go outside. I go for a walk and smell some fresh air. And so he went outside. And as he was going outside, he was walking down the street towards the Jewish quarter of the town. And there was an elder Yid, an old Yid hanging up a sign. Actually, maybe I should be more happier. I should sing, ah, ah, there we go. Now the sign is up on the tree. Excuse me. You over there. Uh, you over there. Uh, you over there. He's talking to you. I'm talking to you. That's what I said. You're talking to you. You, you over there. <laughs> Uh, 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 why are you looking at me like this? Jew, answer my questions, and you don't go to jail. What did you just do? Me? I called that guy over there. You, you, no, no. What did you do to the tree? I tickled the tree. No, 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 no. I saw you hang something on that tree. What did you do? I, 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 I hang a, a little cockroach. She's hanging upside down. No. Stop choking with me. Be serious. Tell me what does that sign say? Uh, uh, the sign, the sign doesn't say anything. What do you mean? There are words on there. But it doesn't talk. You said, it's, what does the sign say? The sign doesn't talk. Don't be ridiculous. Now you listen to me. You do what I say. Tell me exactly what it says on the sign. And don't try to fool me. Uh, all right, I, I, I will tell you. Well... Jeder eine ist angeladen zu einer großen Kasse von der Jusim, Sandy und Jesuime Reise. Sie werden sein verheiratet. Would you stop that language? What language are you speaking? I'm speaking Yiddish. The sign is written, it is written in Yiddish and you told me I should read exactly what it says. So tell me what it means. Uh, what it means? It means Jeder eine ist angeladen. No, stop that. Translate. 
translate. Everybody except you. What do you mean except me? What is going on here? It's a Jewish wedding. What do you have to do with a Jewish wedding? Anyways, there's a, a, a Yosoyma and a Yosem, you know, an orphan boy, an orphan girl, and they're going to get married, and they're going to get married at the end of the week, you understand? And when they get married at the end of the week, it's going to be a beautiful simcha. Everybody's participating and helping out to make this the most beautiful, 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 beautiful chasna that you ever, ever saw. Hmm. I see. Very interesting. And this, uh, what's the chosun, uh, what's it called? The groom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. This groom is here now in the town? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, there he is walking down the street over there. Oh, very interesting. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, listen, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, they're not going to give you a broch under the chuppah because you don't know how to read, you understand? And besides, if we were looking for a, a tire eaten to, to say the broch, you understand? Never mind. I don't need any of those brochkes. I just need a little talk with the chuskin. With the shoeskin? Not the chuskin, the chuskin. Ah, the chosen, the chosen, I see. The groom, the groom. Yeah, yeah, the groom. Gotta speak to him. Uh, you go on your way. But I want to see what you're gonna do. <laughs> Be on your way. But I want to see what you do. Either you're on your way or I'll lock you up in jail. I'm on my way. Goodbye, see you. Sandy, <laughs> uh, start walking very schnell, schnell. What did you just tell him in Yiddish? I said, uh, goodbye, I see you. Hmm. I wonder what he told him in Yiddish. Oh, boy. Um, um, the Gabe just told me I should walk very quickly. That means danger is coming. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, what am I going to do? Uh, 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 oh, I see the danger. Uh, that big fellow over there in the pajamas over there. Uh, oh, decorated pajamas. Oh, oh, he's one of the officers. Oh, that's the chief of the police. He's coming closer. Oh, I better just walk the other way. Um, let me try to walk faster. Stop in the name of the law. I demand that you stop right now, or else I will be forced to take out my pistol and shoot you. Oh, oh no, 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 don't shoot me. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know you were, were trying to, 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 to talk to me. Um, what's the matter? What is it that you want from me? I'm, I'm, I'm getting married at the end of the week. I'm just a little nervous today. So what can I do for you? <laughs> what can you do for me? I am going to arrest you. Oh, excuse me? Pardon me? You're going to what? Yes, you're under arrest. I, I could use the rest after the chasna, but not now. No, you don't understand. I am chief of police. <laughs> I'm the chasna. Mazel tov. Shake, shake hands, and now we go on away. No! Your only way you're going to go is to my jail. But, but I didn't do anything. Oh, yes. You did. Uh, you did a fence number. Huh? I said you did. What, what was that? Hey, I don't repeat myself. You didn't hear it? Too bad. Come with me. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Help, help. I'm being taken away to prison. Uh-uh. This is not good for the eyes, and this is not good for the eyes. Oi, vay, Ismir. I better run to the rabbi. I better knock on his door. Hello? Hello, it's an emergency. Oh, come in, my dear. My dear Shamis and Gabai, come inside. Come, come, come. It's an emergency. Yes, yes. It's an emergency. Yes, you may use my bathroom. It's okay. No, 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 that, that, that kind. It's a different kind of emergency. 
emergency. What, what? Come on, this town is besimchedek. Every one of us are such a, a, a great mood. I guess that's the word. Yes, we're all in a great mood. Because Baruch Hashem, we made a shidduch, an unbelievable shidduch, a yosem and a yosema, an orphan boy and an orphan girl. It's gewaldic. So you want to tell me what the problem is? Yeah, Rebbe. There's not going to be a chasna. What? What are you talking about? There's going to be a chasna. Everybody went through so much trouble to make everything. Everybody chipped in. Everybody bought them nice clothing, nice dress, and everything. And he's not going to wear a dress. No, no, he wears the suit. She wears the dress. All right, whatever. Anyway, so what, what's the problem? The chief of police. <laughs> oh, yeah, that Hunter Smith. Yes, what about him? Well, you know what he did? No, no, you didn't tell me. He, um, 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 he, um, um, um. He, um, um, what? He uh, arrested the Hosen. What? He arrested the Hosen? On what charges? I was too far away because I didn't want to go to jail. So you got, got to get him out of there. Hmm. He probably was gambling and he needs some money to pay off his debts. Okay. What could it be? Let me just go over there. All right. Let me knock on the door. Who is there? Uh, it's me, the chief rabbi over here in the town. All right. Door open. Uh, hello. How are you? I understand you arrested a chassan. What are the charges? Ha <laughs> ha! What are the charges? I arrested him because he made the offense of... Excuse me? Hey! You know you're the rabbi. I'm going to repeat it one more time. Pay attention to what I'm saying to you. He got arrested because he did a crime. He was over the offense of... Uh... Who? What? I don't understand. Hey, Rabbi, even for you are not going to repeat again. He's going to be in jail. I don't understand. The charges are fake. Eh, there's nothing fake. That's a real jail. He's inside jail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably was gambling. And you need to pay up your debt. Okay, I understand. Very well. Okay, how much? Uh, 10 rubles? No. All right, 15 rubles? No, 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 no. Hey, come on. Be reasonable. What do you want? 25 rubles? No, 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 no. All right, 30 rubles. 60 rubles, 50 rubles, 75, 43, 42. Hey, you're going up and down. I'm just testing to see if you're alert. Uh, listen to me. What's going on here? You want 100 rubles? You never take 100 rubles. Usually satisfied with 50. Well, this time I'm not satisfied with 50. All right, all right, all right. I'll give you 100. Not satisfied with 100 either. I don't understand. What's going on here? What's gotten into you? Yeah, I don't like uh, you asking questions. I'm the chief of police, not you. I ask the questions, okay? I want to know when you will pay me uh, the fine. You never told me how much the fine is. Oh, for defense of... Uh, the, the fine is 10,000 rubles. What? What did you say? <laughs> let, me, let me clean my ears over here. What did you say? I said he has to pay 10,000 rubles. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. That, that, that's impossible to get. Yeah, well, then he stays in jail and you not have wedding. Goodbye. But, but, but. Uh, Bye-bye, Rabbi. No, this is terrible. What am I going to tell Rav Shner Zalmaliyadi? He's going to be here tomorrow morning. Ay, 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 ay. I, I, and tomorrow is the day in Hasana. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy. What am I going to do? Uh, uh-oh. Here comes that wagon. Ay, 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 ay. What am I going to tell him? 
Ah, wonderful town. Hashem, it's a kleine Städtel. It's nice. It'll be my pleasure to serve and as 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 mamish the Masada Kedushin such as an unbelievable chasana. No, I'm against the rabbi's house. They're over the town. Ah, he, oh, oh, he's coming out to greet me. Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Yidl, how is everything? Oh, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. I want to know. We are going to make a chasna, no? Uh, no. What? I didn't hear correctly. Uh, what, what, what did you say? Yeah, I heard correctly. I, I heard correctly? What you say? There's no wedding? What do you mean? Well, the chief of police, you know, he's a... He's a Notorious uh, drunk, he's a notorious gambler, and he's a notorious anti-Semit. He hates us. And let me just tell you something. He must have had a big gambling debt because he just arrested the Hassan on false charges. And uh, he just locked him up in jail, and he won't let him out unless we pay the fine. So not a problem. So why don't you pay the fine? Rebbe, Heiliger Rab Zalman, do you know what he's asking? Whatever it is. We'll pay. Hashem will see to it that we could pay it. Because after all, Yisoyimim are like children of Hashem. And Hashem will take care of them. Now, Zogme, how much? Um, um, ten, ten. Zogshain, say it, say it. Ten thousand rubles. Ten thousand rubles. This is a Mishigas. Let me go see him. Show me where he is. But, but, but he doesn't want, just show me where he is. <laughs> all right, here it is. Okay, let's knock on the door. Okay, let's open the door. Hey, you knocked on the door. That's right. And you open the door. That's right. It's proper manners not to uh, just walk in, just like that. Hey, but I didn't say come in. Oh, I thought I heard you say come in. Anyways, now that I'm in, let me ask you a question. Hey, who are you? I don't recognize you. Who are you? Oh, me? Uh... I'm uh, Rab Shneer Zalman Lihadi. I'm from a town over, you know, and I'm here for the chasna. But I understand we can't have the chasna because you have the chasna. So you want to please let him out of jail? <laughs> Listen, if you don't have the 10,000 rubles, there's nothing to talk. So if you don't mind, get out of here. Out, out, out. And if you don't mind, look towards me. Bam. Oh, bam. Oh, ah, mm, ah. Such holy eyes. I'm sorry, I can't look at your eyes. So, what are the charges? The charges are... You're mumbling. I don't hear a word. I don't have to repeat myself. Yes, you do. Or else I will report you to the Tsar. <laughs> I'll lock you up in jail if you try to report me to the Tsar. I see. So that's the way you want to be? No problem. I guarantee you, by the end of this day, before the Hashna starts, we will have the 10,000 rubles for you. Yeah, good. <laughs> That's good. It's a day earlier than I need. What did you say? Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, go, go ahead. Go, 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 go raise your money. And suddenly when they got outside, the robber of the town said, I'm chilling me. Pardon me, but... How do you expect to raise this money? Uh, I mean, you're like, uh, we're not exactly rich people. Although there is one very wealthy person in the town. Um, his name is uh, Pinny. Actually, Pinchas, but everybody calls him Pinny for short. And some people call him Pinny the Penny Pincher. You know what I mean? Because he's very cheap. He's a miser, you understand? I see. So the people talk Lashnar in this town? Uh, no, you don't understand. Um, 
he walks around in his pocket with his, like, uh, I don't know, a bunch of rusty little coins, copper coins. Uh, they're like uh, maybe a penny or maybe they're like uh, like a rusty five kopeck coin, you know what I mean? And uh, when people need tzedakah, he just offers that nothing else. And naturally, you know, people are big tsarists. So if they're going to give like a five kopeck coin, which is worth like maybe five cents. So um, naturally they throw it back at him, unfortunately, but that's what they're doing. Hey, this is terrible. You know what? Make me a list of all the people in the town that we're going to go collecting. And I want his name on the top. But, 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 but he, he's, he's not going to give anything more than a rusty penny. You know what I mean? Or that uh, rusty kopeck or whatever you want to call it. Uh, that's all he's going to give. Listen to me. We're going to go to him first. But it's like really a waste of time. Uh, the chasna is supposed to be tonight. And, uh, and if we don't get the money before tonight, then how is he going to get out for the chasna? Listen to me. We will go to this rich man's house and you let me do all the talking. And no matter what happens there, don't ask any questions until he gives us all the money. <laughs> I, I don't know, Rebbe. I mean, uh, you have to trust in Hashem. These are Yisoyimim. And Yisoyimim has special treatment by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Don't worry. Come, let's go. And so they went. And they traveled out to go where this um, rich Gavir Pinny lived. And Pinny had a beautiful mansion. Big gate with a long walkway all the way up. And, of course, what happened was this. They came to the gate. They opened a big metal gate. Like I said, it was a big metal gate. And so they walked down the walkway. And they came to the door. And they knocked on the knocker. And there was Penny. Oh, just a minute. One second, one second. Now let me put on my slippers. Yes, yes, yes. All right, now what can I do for you, sir? What can I do for you? Uh, Shalom Aleichem, my name is Rav Shneer Zalman, and let me tell you the story of what happened. And so Rav Shneer Zalman told him the whole entire story. He told him exactly what happened, how the Chosen was arrested for fake charges, and they need 10,000 rubles. I see, so if you don't get 10,000 rubles, you can't make a Chosen tonight, you got it? Uh, yes, apparently that's what it is. All right, not a problem, not a problem. I tell you what, I tell you what, I want to help out. It's a mitzvah, right? A very big mitzvah. All right, I'll be back in a second. Let me just go to my safe. Uh, here it is, okay. Uh, I'm here, sir. I want to help out with the mitzvah. Here is a, a, a rusty coin. Uh, it's a beautiful rusty coin. I love it. Here you go, sir. Uh, I, I, I want to do the mitzvah very well. Here you go. In the meantime, the Rav was about to roll his eyes when Rosh Neil Zalman gave the Rav a look. I told you, don't say anything. Leave everything to me. Hashem will help. Oh, yeah, I hope so. All right, sei gesund, sei gebenched. May Hashem bless you. You should always want to do mitzvahs because you helped out on this mitzvah pigeon shivuyan. Thank you very much. Sei gesund. And sure enough, the Rav and Rav Shneer Zalman Liari were walking down the way. And as they were walking down the walkway, suddenly this rich man Penny ran after them. Wait! Wait! Yahoo! 
Wait, hello, hello, yoo-hoo, yoo-hoo. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes? What is it? I, I, I decided that I want to help more with the mitzvah. Please come back inside. I want to help the mitzvah. Come, 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 come. And sure enough, we came inside. And he took out, yes, you guessed right, another rusty five kopeck coin. Uh, here you go. I feel he wanted to do this mitzvah very much. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, uh, I should be thanking you for letting me do a mitzvah. Here you go. Uh, thank you very much. And may Hashem continue to bestow you with brachas. You should have a desire to want to continue doing mitzvahs. Zeigesund. Zeigesund. Thank you. Thank you. And sure enough, they were walking down the walkway. They were almost at the front gate. When suddenly heard, wait, wait, wait. Ah, yes. And the Rav, meantime, was looking at him. He's going to do this all day long. And all he's going to give is those ten rusty pennies. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I don't understand this. Why do you even bother? <laughs> I told you before, we're going to do it my way. Come, come, let's go. And sure enough, this scene repeated itself ten times. Ten whole times. This repeated itself over and over. They got to the front gate, and a man ran. Wah! And sure enough, he gave all ten coins. And then the Rav said, that's it, you see, I told you. Gave you the ten rusty coins. You're the first guy that took it. <laughs> and now what's he going to do? He got rid of his ten coins. What's he going to do next? That you have a desire to do mitzvahs. And you should continue helping out wherever you can. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And sure enough, as they were going down the walkway, they heard that famous, Wait! Wait! And the Ross said, Oh boy, I'm so tired from walking back and forth. This is ridiculous. Why don't we just go on? No, no, no. And what do you think? He had one more rusty penny that we didn't know about. Ah, you'll see. And sure enough, they came back in the house. And he said, ah, please sit down, please sit down. I'll be back in a moment. And sure enough, he went to his safe. And then he returned with a big bag. A big leather bag. Boom. And he put it on the table. Ah, here you go. Here's all the money you need. 10,000 rubles right there. And the Rav was looking. Huh? How is that possible? But, but, And Rav Shneer Zalman gave him more and more brachos. And they took the money. And Rav Shneer Zalman said, You know what? Rav Shneer Zalman, are you going to tell him or should I tell him? No, no, you could tell him. But, but you know, that's all right. You tell him. Uh, you know that you contributed to the chasna, and you contributed the most. What do you mean? That, uh, it, it, it's not what he did. He gave a pigeon shvuyin. Yes, Rav. But <laughs> without the shvuyin guy, you know, the, without the captured person, without the prisoner, there is no chasna. You're right. You're right. So in a certain sense, he saved the chasna. Yes, he contributed the most. So what do you want to say? Want to say what I was suggesting? I think it's a good idea. Uh, would you please tell me, instead of suggesting and talking, tell me what you're talking about. We want to give you a bracha under the chuppah. Oh, 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 wow, so nice. Oh, 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 oh I'm, I'm so moved by that. And sure enough, 
the day of the Chasna came, which was that day, towards the evening. And all the Eden was so grateful. Oh, Hashem, he's gewaldic. Because he was let out of prison. Yeah, it's gewaldic, it's fantastic. Yo, 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 sicher, sicher. Uh-huh, uh-huh, there's no question about it. It's a great thing. He was let out of prison. There's no shyle about it. Yeah, yeah, and now we can have a chasna, and now I can have my piece of herring. Okay, come, let's go. And sure enough, the chasen was over there going, Baruch I hope he wasn't that uh, flat on the notes. Uh, well, I hope not, but it's a story. Anyways, so um, what happened was is they were working under the chuppah, and the ceremony was continuing to go on, and in the meantime, this colonel had some strange plans. <laughs> I got all the money. This rabbi gave it to me, one, two, three. Must be holy man. How can he get 10,000 rubles just like that? You know something. I think to myself, 10,000 rubles, lots and lots of money. What are I going to do with 10,000 rubles? I got to give it tomorrow. I have to give it when the general comes. Oh, Gubarov come tomorrow. He's going to come for the money. But I'm not going to give him the money. But then he's going to send me to Siberia. But he can send me to Siberia if I'm not here. With 10,000 rubles, I can start a whole new life. Instead of buying drinks from bar, I could buy a bar myself. I could buy a tavern. Yes, I could be the whiskey dealer. <laughs> I'll move far away from here. I'll leave it up. I'll be a rich man. Yes, let me take all the money, put it inside here. Okay, put it by my seat next to me so don't go nowhere. And of course, since I'm going on a long journey, I need to take food with me. So I need 14 cases of vodka. Okay, I got all the vodka here. All right, I'm ready to go. And he whipped his horses. And as he whipped his horses, the horses began to gallop slowly. And they began to pick up speed. And as they were going, the chuppah was still going on. And uh, the last bracha was given over to the rich miser. And the rich miser went, I'm so moved by it. And of course, they went through all the Sheva Brachas and the Chosen Kala. They were married off and the meal was going on. And while this was going on, the wagon was getting closer to the edge of town and the Russian colonel was thinking to himself, yeah, yeah, I soon out of the town boundary. I go far away. The general Gubarov never find me. <laughs> and as he went further and further, he suddenly saw the horses coming. What is that? I can't believe it. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Horses coming. The general must be coming early. Unfortunately, he was a shtickle drunk, and he didn't realize that wasn't the general coming. He wasn't going to come until the next day. It wasn't the general. As a matter of fact, it wasn't even horses. It was two dogs running. And of course, in his imagination, he thought they were horses. And he thought it was the general. So he whipped the horses faster. And the horse and wagon was bouncing up and down. And as it was bouncing up and down, he didn't notice. that one of the horses, as it was turning a curve, hit a rock and it tripped. And all of a sudden, the wagon stopped short. But because of the speed, it gave a flip over. And the general went flying 
And in one version, he hit his head and he died. Another version, he landed into the river and he didn't know how to swim and he got carried away with the currents. And no one ever saw him ever again. And meanwhile, where did that money go? So one version of it says that when the Hassan came uh, to the river one day to wash, he suddenly found this bag with the money. But according to this part of the story, the way we're telling it, all of a sudden this money bag went flying in the air and the Hassan was clapping his hands. I could just cry. <laughs> and just then the Hassan went, Wow, thank you, Rabbi Shlalem, for making everybody make me such a beautiful chasna. Ow, what was that that just hit me in the head? Who threw this at me? I didn't do anything to anybody. Oh, my goodness. And suddenly the rich man looked and he said, Ha, <laughs> ha, that's the money bag. I, I gave it to that, to that uh, Michigan guy over there, that, 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 that chief of police. How did you get it? I don't know, it just flew into my head. I don't know. And sure enough, one guy started running. Rabuise, Rabuise. You're never going to believe this. I just found something very interesting. I found the chief of police's wagon, and it was loaded with vodka, but pieces fell out of the wagon, and it looks like he was trying to run away. And he probably had that money bag there in the front seat. And then it just came to a stop right before the river, and he probably flew out in the river. And if you know him, the only thing he knows how to swim in is vodka. <laughs> he doesn't know how to swim in water, only vodka. So therefore, what happened probably is he got uh, drunk in the water uh, because he thought it was vodka. Vodka, but it was vodka, water, vodka, whatever. Anyways, he's gone. So the money goes back to the rich man. And the rich miser said, uh, oh, I know what's going to happen over here. The rich miser's going to take it. I don't think so. Why do you don't think so? Why don't we watch and see? All right. And the rich miser came over and said, Just a minute, just a minute. I gave this with my full heart as a mitzvah. Now, let me gonna tell you a little secret. Why I gave all this money now and I never gave tzedakah before? You see, I wasn't always a rich man. I was once a simple human being and made a little uh, panasa here and there. Sometimes I didn't make a good panasa. And one day, a poor man came over to ask me for tzedakah. So I reached into my pocket to see what I got. And all I had was these ten rusty coins. So I pulled one out and I said, Here you go, sir. Here's tzedakah. And the poor man said, This is all you give me. Oh, wow, a simple rusty penny. Yeah, this is garnished. I'm a poor man. Huh. And I was going to try to hold myself back and say, and, and you think I'm a rich man? <laughs> so I gave him another penny, and another, and another. I gave him all those ten kopecks, and he threw it back in my face. So I said, I'm never going to give a penny to Duck if I ever become rich, unless somebody takes these ten kopecks, these ten pennies, whatever it is. If they don't take it, I'm never going to give Duck again. And that's what happened. I never saw anybody except you, Rabbi. Rabbi Schneer, Solomon, Liani, you're the first person that took it. And that's why I give Tzedak again. And I thank you for opening up my heart. And therefore, let this money go to the Hassan Kala that they should build a bias name and be Israel. And that's exactly what they did. The Hassan and Kala kept the money as a wedding present. And they were able to make themselves a nice, comfortable house to be able to bring up a nice Jewish family.
Well, Robin, yours, that was terrific. I guess that's version number 152, right? I don't know what version it is, but all I know is every time I tell the story, wherever I go, I never tell the same way twice. Okay, so let's take a look at the clock and see if there's any time to take a few phone calls. Yep, there is a few minutes to take some phone calls. Okay, so we will take some phone calls. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hi, I'm Wickler. Hi, Wickler. What'd you do? Stay on from your last program? <laughs> no, I called in right after. Oh, right and after. Then- very good. Yeah, and then I got disconnected, so I called back at like 7.25. Oh, and you got it. Okay, so what lessons you learned tonight? Make sure don't let me explain things in detail. Don't lie. And don't don't threaten people. Don't send people away. Try to sh- make sure bad things don't happen. <laughs> Do pigeon chew him. Don't be miserly. Try to find the answers to your mysteries, and don't, don't try to keep money when you owe it to someone. Very good. Excellent. Beautiful. Well done and well said as usual. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Mordecai Simon. Mordecai Simon. Oh, a new caller. Very good. like that. Okay, you, he's called before on my show? What? Yeah. You called me before? Yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well you, let's put it this way. You didn't get in for the past two weeks of pace. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. So what lesson you learned tonight's story? Um, you should never be a miser and you should always believe in Hashem and whatever happens is for the good. Hashem put that 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 anti-Semite um, in this world, then it's for a good reason. That's right. That's right. And you read into that very well. You hopped that lesson in the story very well. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Figure Okeach. Figure Okeach. Okay. So now tell me, what lesson do you learn in the tonight's story? Um, always have betachon in Hashem. Right. Um, orphans are children of Hashem, and Hashem takes care of everything and everyone. Very good. Excellent. And if Hashem gives you money, don't be stingy with it because you got it for a good reason. Very good. Very good. And always listen to the, always listen to to tzaddikim because they know what you're supposed to do. Excellent, excellent. And I want to add to your thing is that uh, a person should give tzedakah. He has to be uh, it has to be nidvas liboy. You know, it has to be willingly. So right. therefore, you know, that's what this person uh, he, he he gave what he felt he was able to give at first. And then uh, later on when he came rich, he didn't give because nobody wanted to accept it. You can't tell a person how much money to give. They have to feel like to give it on their own. Right. right. Very good. Excellent. Okay. Thank Thanks you. A lot. You're welcome. Right. Bye-bye. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name? Hello. You're on the air. Hello. 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 Okay. We'll go to the next caller. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name? Hello. Yes. You're on the air. What is your name? Lady Golinski. Ah. What, is he your brother? Hmm. Yeah. Ah, so your brother's here, so he doesn't have to call us. So you're calling in. Okay, so what lessons you learn? Um, that if you do good, good will come back to you. Ah, very good. Excellent. Beautiful. Very well said. Very well said. And your brother sends regards. <laughs> okay. <laughs> very good. Thanks a lot. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Chaim Rand. Chaim Rand. Okay, what lesson you learned tonight's story? Don't try to make trouble for the guy. Yeah, but it seemed to be the doing we're making trouble for them <laughs> in this particular story. It's true that you have to watch out, and because we're in Gaulus, and we definitely have to watch out what we do. There's no question about it, but I think in this story, it was just the opposite. But yeah. it's true that if we don't act good to one another, though, then Hashem does cause bad things to happen to us. And also care for your Simon. Very good. Excellent. That's definitely in there. That's one of the main lessons in there. Beautiful. Very well said. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name? Hello. Ah, Masha. How are yes. you? Yes. This time, did you listen to the story? 
Sure I did. And anyway, I've got lessons for you, and you want to hear them? Yeah. By the way, first of all, Yassi, are you out there? Yes, I am. Listen, I really love your sense of humor. You're really a funny kid. But I want to tell you something. Don't try to, um, uh, don't try to pester Rabbi Yerb so much. You know how he feels. You know that. I do, I do. But we have a good team. I, I-, I teach him how to be patient. and Yes, Very good. I know. Wow, you got that right. Sure. Okay, we got other callers over here. So you want to tell me what lessons you have? Yes. Uh, you shouldn't really be such a big anti-Semit, and you should always do what the general says, even if he sa- even if you don't want to do, you have to do it. Very good, very good, excellent. Very See you well. next week. Bez Hashem, bye. Yeah. Okay, bye. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Whatever you're listening to. Could you please? Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Slimey. Slimey. Okay, what lesson you learned tonight's story? Always give Sadaka. Always give Sadaka. Excellent. That's definitely And you shouldn't be such an anti-Semite. Very good. That's true also. Okay. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you for this Okay. Story. You're very welcome. Okay. So that's all the time we have. Okay. Okay. One more caller. One more caller. Okay. Nissan is being very generous tonight. Give me one more caller. Okay. So you better be good. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name? I'm Okay. And what lesson you learned tonight's story? That. That. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Hashem always, in the end, Hashem always pays back to Hashem with bad. Very good. That's true also. But only when we're worth it. Remember, there's a beautiful shot in Vahi Shiyamda, you know. Vahi is referring to the Vav Shishas and the one Hashem. And only when we keep Torah, that's when Hashem remembers the Brisbane of Basarim to protect us. Excellent. Okay, beautiful. Thank you very much. Okay, that's all the time we have. So until next week, everybody, so long. Goodbye, everyone.